Your coach, frankly, was, was talking about resume uh, play. The players weren't. It doesn't matter. He's a human being. He's somebody's brother, uncle, son. You know, that's important. And that's all that's important right now. Yeah. As reaction following a stunning moments Monday night football last night, Bengals and Bills, Bengals up seven to three early going first quarter. Uh, player just just collapses following uh, after making a, a tackle. Game is in effect canceled. The guy had cardiac arrest on the field. They were able to get his uh, heart restarted, took him to a hospital, then they stopped the game. And that's a whole other thing there because now. Officials trying to figure out. And this was a huge game, by the way. You had the Bengals first place in their division. You got the Buffalo Bills seeding in the playoffs. And this is affecting the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, we don't know anything from the NFL yet. They're not talking about, hey, we don't do we need to finish this this game because of the playoff implications. There's a lot going on there. But as soon as we do get more on that, we will pass it along to you here on Wake Up Mid-Missouri on 93.9, the Eagle Land 1045. News Radio 950 KWOS. There is Stephanie Bell. Good morning. Uh, Mr. Brian Houseworth is good. Good to see you and welcome back, sir. Well, thank you. Producer Hannah's there. Good morning. Mr. John Marsh. Here as well. Uh, man, I'm glad to, like, we're all together again. It feels, it feels, it fits comfortably. You got the whole basketball team. <laughs> <laughs> we can feel the team now. Let's go, Mizzou. Can you uh, imagine? <laughs> We would be the worst basketball team in the history of Hannah, America. Producer <laughs> Hannah, who starred in high school for the Centralia uh, Lady Pirates. Is that what they were called? No, the Lady Things Panthers. And let's oh. be clear, the only thing I starred in <laughs> was the bench. That's, and, and a cast. Weren't you in a cast for a while playing that? Yeah, basketball? I <laughs> jacked my ankle up pretty bad freshman year. Hannah would be our star player. Here's what we do. We get Marsh. Uh, he can be our guard. And we get Hannah and Poster up. Poster up. <laughs> and we get like... Uh, Can we play half court? I can't really <laughs> run very well. <laughs> and we get... Uh, see, we get uh, Aaron and Kevin Hilly from Cat Country. Those then we two. got Houseworth as enforcer, so he's got pointy <laughs> elbows underneath the goal there. Yeah. Or we make him the ref, actually. And if you're watching on our YouTube channel, Wake Up Mid-Missouri, go to YouTube. You can watch. Put us up on your smart TV every morning. That way you know the local news and everything going on. Brian's almost dressed like a referee. I, uh, actually, I, I, I do. I used to be a referee. I really? Did. I did a couple of years of that in St. Louis when I was going to high school to make a little extra money at the YMCA and uh, I will tell you, the it, YMCA, the players were very respectful. The coaches were, for the most part, respectful fans. But man, some of them, some could be rude. I mean, it, it can be, it could be tough. But it was, it was hard. But the overwhelming majority of people were pretty good. It's not easy. Any no, of, it's not easy. I was a soccer referee and a basketball, a baseball umpire too. And, and so this basketball. probably would have been back what in the eighties, nineties, late eighties, early nineties. Any of us in the room right now have? School age kids that are playing organized sports. Yes. No. Yeah. How does? Nope. Yeah, I've heard. I've seen some things. I wish I didn't see this year. At like at at sporting events. Yeah. With little kids. Yeah, I saw like a walkout, like a team walkout in the middle of the game. That's just amazing. At age ten or eleven. Wow. Yeah. They walk, why did they walk out for? They didn't like the calls. Yeah. In, in, Couldn't in, they go back and watch the instant replays? And... It was rough. Yeah. I don't know how you explain that to a ten or eleven year old. In, I mean, it was it was a mm. difficult, you know. You it, don't. Yeah. In two Brandon's questions, Stephanie, I'm sorry. That's just that's terrible. 
There is a bill, and I'm hoping I've actually uh, tr- tr- trying to see if he can come on with us briefly Thursday. He's going to be at the prayer breakfast. State Representative Jerome Brown, who listens to our program, he's from Raytown. His district includes Arrowhead Stadium. And his bill, it you know, walkouts are really the least of what he's been worried about. In his district, they have had referees actually, and he's a referee, by the way. I met yeah. him in Carrollton years ago. He, there was a referee in his district at a JV basketball game. They didn't like the call. Somebody came out on the field and knocked the referee out. Whoa. The person was physically knocked out, had a concussion, and had to be taken away in an ambulance. That happened. Jerome uh, Brown, um, Jerome Barnes, uh, Jerome Brown's former football player, Jerome Barnes, forgive me, Representative Jerome Barnes from Raytown, longtime referee. He's filed this bill for, for he's been there, this is his seventh year. He's really hopeful he can do it. But basically what he's saying is that they can't, you can't find referees for high school basketball, football, because people are, they're being yeah, yeah, verbally, ver- and verbally attacked and in this case physically attacked. I, if I were, I would like to say I've never refereed. I coached uh, when Trevor was five, six, seven years old. I coached t-ball team and that was challenging enough and it was just t-ball <laughs> and he was five-year-olds. So good on you for doing that. But I... And you explain to your kids, 10-year-olds here in mid-Missouri. By the way, if you have any interesting stories of parents getting nasty with refs, or maybe it's you, uh, let us, <laughs> Um But the Stephanie story, which she's having to tell her kid, tell a 10-year-old kid, hey, the other team and the adults, the adults who are running that team made the decision, unless the kids got together in collective bargaining and said, hey, Screw this, ref. We're out of here. Let's go get the orange slices and boxes of juice, you know, after the game. Uh, And here's what I would, if it were my kid, I'd say, well, Trevor, sometimes even adults are pretty stupid. Yeah. Uh, What else do you say? Absolutely. Absolutely. And there's no other way to describe it. Sometimes uh, even Jesus cursed in the gospel. I mean, and he did. And he used foul language. He was upset. He, but the yeah, reality, but he didn't have the instant replay. Though. No, he didn't. He didn't wear pinstripes. It's, it, it is just, it's, it's terrible, though. I mean, it's, it is a game, and I know it's emotional and stuff, but uh, mm-hmm. when we're talk, talking about harassment and stuff, and by the way, house.mo.gov, people want to look at the bill, you could type in Jerome Barnes's name. It's House Bill 103. Very easy to read. It's just a couple paragraphs. Very simple. I'd love to get that dude on the show. He's introducing that tomorrow. He, or uh, it's, it's actually been pre... And we'd love to get him on. I'm trying to get him on for our Thursday show, too. But, I mean, this is a big bill. We could have him on multiple times. He is a longtime... Fo- I met him in Carrollton. He's a football... I think he's still officiating football and basketball. And he says this is a statewide problem. Oh, yeah. But yeah, Jer- I said Jerome Br- uh, Brown, Jerome Barnes, District 28. Yeah, I'm hearing from listener Hunter who does some volunteering with Misha and says, yeah, volunteer refs is down across the board, really. Uh, it, I mean, right. they're having difficulty recruiting people. It's like you're trying to recruit a cop. Somebody, right. I don't want to do that. I get abused by a bunch of morons and people make false calls. Same thing with a ref. I'm not going to go on ref. A lot of times it's volunteer situations. Yeah. And then other times, as I recall, it was a few bucks a game. Yeah. It was enough for it's a It's essentially a volunteer position. Yeah. It's a volunteer well, when position. when you get to a certain exactly. level, as Brian knows, referees, I mean, all the, the training and everything they go in, it becomes a, a second full-time job for a lot of those folks. It's hard work and they do a lot of traveling. Um, Rod Smith over Channel 13 does a real, and I know all the sportscasters do, but he does a really nice job of highlighting because without them we we have no games but uh i think overall they do a very a very good job it's not easy you have to stay hydrated there's a lot of running that goes on and going up and down um and kudos to them i did like i said i 
I haven't done it in probably close to 30 years, but it was, and I remember a couple of times feeling dehydrated because you, you're without water and stuff. I mean, it, it is, yeah. you have to constantly stay hydrated. It's, it's not easy. It's okay, a shame they got to step in like that. Yeah, now. let's move forward now. Uh, so that's one of the things we can yeah. expect in this legislative session. Uh, State Senator uh, Caleb Browden on the show recently talking about the upcoming session. We're going to get into some laws that have been in effect for three days now. But as the session gets ready to start, Caleb Browden on the show previously. CRT issue, which I think broadens itself to, um, you know, a parent's bill of rights, more more accountability for uh, and, and transparency for parents. Education. I've uh, been on that for several years now, and he was right. Even before the whole, mm-hmm. when, before the government pandemic hit in the fall of 2020, before the government pandemic, he was on education, mm-hmm. education, education. Some laws went into effect. Some of them might affect uh, you, Stephanie. You buy a lot of stuff online. That way, fair tax. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I do buy some, uh, some stuff online. So the Wayfair tax, it's a use tax on all online purchases. Even if you're buying something from somebody outside of Missouri, that's a one, uh, 1.75% tax rate, uh, I think. And doesn't, doesn't Columbia proper have one on top of the rate? Probably. Yes, and, it, it and that's the that's the Jay Eggleston bill from two years ago. This is the same bill. I, I yeah, it must have ta- taken a while. The big the big one is the homeless. The the homeless, which that's, is, I find that interesting. We know the homeless battles that have been going on in Columbia. We know we now start to see them spreading out. We've seen the issues in Jefferson City, which the Jefferson City News Tribune mm-hmm. said affordable housing or. In, Workforce development housing. I can't remember how the News Tribune and JC uh, tabbed it. So that was probably the biggest issue facing Jefferson City for 2022. We also have a bunch of homeless people. And go and spend some time talking to the homeless people down at the Wabash bus station, wherever you see them. They will tell you, like people in Missouri, we had a phone call from a police chief three weeks ago down I-70. Hey, do you know of resources? We found somebody on the interstate. They're trying to get to Columbia. They can't be walking. Can you help us out with this homeless person? I asked them, well, the homeless person heard that Columbia is the place to go. They're marketing it. That's our big marketing campaign. And now we got somebody camping in a tent up there at the break time by Mark's Glass. That's I mean, you true. come through 6370. What do you see on, and I don't want to trash mid-Missouri. I love mid-Missouri, but thank goodness MoDOT's going to eventually do something with 6370. Hopefully that will be some type of, you know, fix that place up. So you come in right now and then you so you've got the 6370 interchange and then you've got the homeless in, encampment. But this, can you kind of bottom line? Yeah. With it? Basically, if you're camping on state land, you can be arrested. That's right. Um, state land, um, state parks, under bridges, um, it, it's it's going to be hard to enforce. Uh, but that, it, it's it's, in fact, I'm not sure how you because they're just the police they're just there's just not enough of them i don't know what really will be done but that's really it it was a and patrick mckenna i remember was on our show um brandon and he said it was a safety issue because people things were falling off the bridges and stuff and that was like the, people actually in columbia well, that was somebody was thrown off yeah. the bridge yes but yes absolutely and to your point by the way about the tent over there near mark's mobile glass there are some people I know that are um, they're, they're church members, not at my church. They're Protestants, but they're very active in helping the, the homeless and the hungry. They told me that a couple of the people in there, one of them was a young lady. This was when it was freezing. It, it was, it was yeah. the, the 22nd. I remember this person from the church told me this. 
And she, they told me that the young lady who was in that tent, and I think it was 20 degrees below zero wind chill, she didn't have any shoes, the person in that tent. So I don't know how they, I mean, that's just awful. But well, there were a couple people living in there. And that's a scenario. So law enforcement, and they're not, I don't think they're they're on state property specifically. That looks like private property private to property. me. Private property. But if somebody, so it won't work, what are you going to do? You're going to go and arrest somebody camping on state land. You're going to take them to jail, whatever, and you release them. Meanwhile, they're in your jail. Maybe they'll shower. They might eat some of the food, and then you release them, and they come back. Uh, hey, just come back for court. <laughs> do you think that's going, it, it, they're, they're not going back for court. It's silly. I get it. It's on the books. You can say, hey, listen, uh, we've been doing something, and you get up to 15 days in prison. And you might get a few homeless people that will say, all right, Your Honor, I'll take those two weeks. I can do two weeks of of uh, a bed and warmth and free health care and showers. And yeah, I'll take the two week gig. And, and then you do the your two care. weeks and then you go back out and you set up camp on state land. This is just it's not uh, going to work. We might talk about referees in high school again. Seven thirty five. Have you seen the texture, Hannah, at eight seven four ninety three ninety? I have. Woo, we might do that. Sounds uh, great. Again, coming up at seven twenty five ish. We are going to be doing what's hot with Hannah. What do you have? for us today, Hannah. I've got kind of a funny story that involves a high-speed police chase. And... Which means it's... It's 726. Time for What's Hot with Hannah. You know, some things never change. Oh, no. And I like consistency. You know, Stephanie actually got it at 725 one morning last week. Fist bump, buddy. Once. Good one work. morning. How'd you do yeah. it? It's like a D. How'd you do it? <laughs> How'd you do it? I don't know. I know. Luck. I think it was an accident. <laughs> yeah. So... We have a story. I teased that it was regarding Elon Musk. That's a little bit of an exaggeration, but it does involve a Tesla, right? But, and it served its purpose by mentioning Elon Musk. Yeah. <laughs> I figured I'd get Stephanie interested in it, so... Fist bump, Hannah. Yeah. So, we're going to Germany, where officials had a high-speed pursuit for over 15 minutes with a Tesla, and come to find out... The 45-year-old male driver of the Tesla had been passed out asleep in his car. And as you know, Tesla has that really cool autopilot function. And you're still, you know, not supposed to fall asleep at the wheel while using that function. Um, but this guy had been asleep, taking a little nap. And he did not know that the police were trying to pull him over for 15 minutes. Because he was sleeping. Yeah, he was sleeping. Said that the police finally pulled up to where they were right next to him, and they saw him reclined in his chair with his hands clapped on oh. his stomach. You know, maybe that's what the guy was doing, because we almost got run off the road in Jefferson City on 50 West out there by the mall on Saturday morning, and that's the closest I've ever been. I mean, we had someone... Like around and like cops, you know, it, it was it was a mess. Oh, really? Cops chasing somebody? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then the oh. cop is right behind me, you know, right behind us. My husband was driving. But the the other car swerves around in the right lane. And then the cops on us. Well, we've got someone on the right. So we basically run this other person off the road trying to get over to let the cop go. I don't know if they caught the guy or not. But there and then, of course, there are lots more law enforcement officers. They were coming the other way. So good job by them, because I think they basically encircled the guy. I didn't see the end of the chase, but I I got we were did this, the closest I've ever been. Did, I didn't. I could. It all happened so fast. I didn't see if he was snoozing. Did that end up? In, <laughs> I in, don't think it was a Tesla. In the news bin, John. 
Yeah, I guess we missed that one. We need to go back and and check the police blotter on that one. Something was going on. By the way, record year for Tesla. They sold over a million Tesla cars. Are you surprised? No, not not. with the government subsidies and as much as everybody's. That's what that's what the big three are switching. They're switching to electric, and I hate it. Despise it. I think Teslas are just trendy right now. Like the brand, we all love a good brand moment. I think Tesla as a brand is just. Hot right now. You know who's not using electric vehicles? Who? You. Mizzou and me. Oh, yeah. Mizzou isn't using. Which is weird because you got to like these. If we're 20% in the last uh, year and a half, and certainly very few people's wages have gone up 20%. That's right. That's Jane Williams chatting with our news partners at ABC 17. Jane Williams is the executive director of Love Columbia when it comes to charities in mid Missouri. Uh, I I love what Love Columbia does. I really do because uh, they they do so much. And hey, here's some help to get you by. How did you get in this spot in the first place? What can we do to help you not do that again? In other words, they try to help give you some tools. It's not just like a shelter place, free meals. They they do. I I really believe in the work that Love Columbia does because yeah, they will help you. But then it's like, hey. Now, what can we do to make sure this doesn't happen again? But this is in reference to um, minimum wage. We're talking about some of the new things that have been in effect now for three days. Minimum wage, and that could affect uh, some of us folks that uh, were making a minimum wage, which was, I think, what, 11 uh, 15 an hour. It could affect you if you own a business and you're paying and you're regular, or you're required to pay people minimum wage. It affects you. Might affect a lot of us when we go to some businesses, restaurants, the easy example. You go somewhere where they're paying minimum wage and the owner's like, oh, I got to pay 85 cents more an hour. That's $6, almost $7 extra a day. That's $35 a week. That's $140 a month. If my math is right, that's 14, what is that, 14, over $1,500 a year extra that this, your local business is now having to pay that person. Extra 50, if my math is right, if they're doing full time. So guess who's going to pay for that? We are. But people don't realize that this is a, I mean, even though this incremental step, I mean, if we go back and we do a little quick history lesson, it was Missouri Proposition B 2018, um, and it actually, in the first year, it increased the minimum wage uh, to uh, in 2018 to 785, then 860, then 945, and so on and so on. And now this is the last increment. So if we started at 785, we're now at 12. dollars That's a huge increase. And then going forward under Proposition B, the minimum wage would only increase based on CPI, based basically on inflation, which you know could where we are now could be kind of significant. Interestingly, though. Uh, the same folks who brought us that minimum wage increase in 2018 are back at it and have filed new initiatives that would raise the minimum wage. There's uh, various versions. I forget exactly how many they filed. Uh, that's a pretty common practice. Uh, but apparently some uh, $15 an hour or sixteen twenty-five. That is more than California. <laughs> wow. What are they... they- they think this is like the Oprah Winfrey show, and you get some more money, and you get some more money, and you get some more. The legislative, listen, our legislative body is not the Oprah Winfrey show. They're not just handing out new minimum wages every single year because you think that they, because they, they, well, it doesn't pay enough. That's not supposed to, man. Well, and, and to Stephanie's point, the 2022 minimum wage was eleven fifteen an hour. That jumps up as of yesterday to twelve dollars an hour. Now it was seven sixty-five an hour as of twenty fifteen. But Stephanie's right there, and there are also bills that have been filed, 
likely won't go anywhere in the Republican-controlled General Assembly. But to Stephanie's point, they'll be on the streets mm-hmm. collecting um, petitions. The, uh, there are some who would like to see the minimum wage raised $25 an hour. We've heard that. I mean, um, you had a soundbite from somebody, I believe, at Starbucks. Um, that you, yeah, you remember, I mean, yeah, the protest, yeah, the protest, and in, in you know, so we have seen that before. Funny story: but, if you're worth twenty five dollars an hour, you'd get it. And I, I mean, I think the market is dictating a lot of this right now. Is you know, fast food places aren't paying twelve dollars an hour; they're paying fifteen dollars an hour because they have to. Because right now in today's market, that's what the work is worth. And if the work isn't worth it, then we shouldn't have to pay it. But if it's worth it, and it is right now because there aren't a lot of people working, there aren't a lot of quality people trying to get a job and so we've seen that you know what people are willing to work for has risen and so people are working i mean i think fast food places restaurants other places are paying 14 and 15 we don't need the government saying pay them 12 because we're already paying them more because that's what the market says we should do and should we have a huge recession and we can't afford that now suddenly tons of people are looking for work you know i'd like the flexibility to not have to pay people 15 dollars an hour to flip burgers or even 12 you know whatever i think the market should control it really hacks me off that we're dealing facing another potential initiative petition that would put us if we if we were at 15 25 or 16 we would have the highest minimum wage in the entire nation are we really is missouri really going to go there i don't think think, i i don't well i i think if they get on the ballot it passes i absolutely have no doubt in my mind and it passes guys i'm telling you it passes in republican counties it passes in red counties i'm not saying it's right or wrong but it passes the republican voters vote for it our base won't like it, but it does, and they, they turn around and reelect the same Republican lawmakers that don't like it. So it's very interesting that the Democrats keep thinking if they put stuff like that on the ballot, the people will vote out the Republican legislators, but they don't. We saw that with minimum wage. We saw it with... Uh, you know, the um, uh, Medicaid expansion. There's some other issues. And Brian, you bring a, a good point. I've got the vote totals uh, from 2018 and the yes vote was 62% yes. uh, and no, just 37. I mean, it wasn't even close. And, and, and if you look at the counties, it was it was overwhelming and it was not just blue counties. It was red counties as well. Not all of them, but certainly, you know, a lot of the people that are in these Republican counties, some of them work in those jobs. And keep in mind, Red, Republican ruby red voters also also um, have have uh, they they voted against uh, right to work when I, that was on the ballot. The Republican voters in these districts voted against right to work. Well, and I think Brian, you had said maybe that they're putting it on the ballot so that we would vote out you know the legislators. But I think more importantly, they want their turnout, and so That's they're true. looking at hey, if we put a bunch of lefty issues on the ballot, if we put you know, minimum wage, if we put, you know, uh, Dobbs, something like that, then it's going to put, it's going to turn out our Democrat base. And we've got to be, we got to keep an eye on that, I think. Hey, I want to uh, warn you, what I'm about to say next is just a polite way of highlighting John Marsh's age. <laughs> and it's a, right. It's a question, John. Do you recall my first job? I th- and I don't remember exactly what the state law was back then. My first job, minimum. My first honest to goodness kind of job. Two eighty five an hour at Mama Campisi's washing dishes on the hill. Wow. In St. Louis, I mean, I think it was under the table at two eighty-five an hour because we got an envelope of cash uh, every Saturday night. Uh, two eighty-five. Marsh, do you remember by chance, Marsh or Houseworth? I'll start with yes. you, John. You remember uh, what you worked for at minimum wage as a kid? Man, I don't, but I remember working in a gas station, and it was yeah, you know, it wasn't as much as you were making in your era. But to preference that, 
I hit summertime and got on a concrete crew. And in my teenage, I was union. Wow. I was a union concrete guy, so made made way too much money. <laughs> but I, I remember getting a, a job at a local department store, and I thought I was, you know, big stuff. And they paid more than everyone else, which is why I worked there. Now, granted, if you didn't sell enough turtlenecks, they docked your pay, which <laughs> happened to me pretty quickly. But I think I was making $10 an hour, and that was about, I think, $2 more than I could get anywhere wow. else. So when I was a kid, I want to find out if Hannah remembers her first minimum wage job to compare that against the $1.95 that Marsh earned for minimum wage. <laughs> that Probably about right. Um, when I, So this would have been late 80s. The place to work... Because they paid well, mm-hmm. White Castles. Wow, White Castles back when minimum wage was like three fifteen, three forty five, three eighty five an hour. White Castles paid five bucks an hour, and mm. that as and a, free burgers and free belly bombers <laughs> and, and whatever <laughs> meal, yes, meal, right, whatever you wanted. Uh, that was where everybody wanted to work. Hannah, do you remember your first minimum, what, what the minimum wage was? So my first job, I was working at a bank. So I, that was like the job in town, right? And I want to say that was $10 an hour. And I thought I was flying high. Did you get free um, samples? At the bank. <laughs> <laughs> and then my second job truly was a minimum wage job. And it was eight sixty five. Wow. So I, I just Googled my era. Buck sixty an hour, and for me it was it was three dollars and thirty five cents an hour. It was three dollars and thirty five cents an hour throughout the eighties. Finally went up, as I recall, to four twenty five an hour. But all during the Reagan years, it was three thirty five, and well, before that, I think it was it was two fifty. The eight sixty five was like two thousand eighteen. That was not that long ago. No, and it's jumped significantly since as a matter of fact 2015 and i can't do the math on this so maybe if somebody can do some quick math in their head so 2015 minimum wage seven legal minimum wage state of missouri 765 an hour so right. here we are seven eight years later we've gone from 765 to 12 dollars. so in a mat in a span of seven years eight years almost the the pay has gone up four dollars and 35 cents an hour that is more than 50% of that original starting point. Can you imagine if you had a, if I had a job seven years ago, I was here. Are you making 150% of that? <laughs> right. If I were making, if I were almost, my goodness, a 50% increase. You need to wow. ask for a raise. My goodness. We need to talk to Brad Jones, our buddy who's with the NFIB Missouri chapter. And man, when you talk to Brad, the the horror stories you hear from hear from small business owners in Mid Missouri, it's just like you know they're having a hard time keeping up. Eight seven much four. less before this kick. Yeah. Well, and look at the places we go to now. I don't go to a lot of fast food restaurants. Last time I was in a Taco Bell, they have kiosks now. The, the, this is Taco Bell at Stadium and Sixty Three, mm-hmm. where state you go in. And they have cashiers, but mostly you're going to the mm. kiosk. Look at the grocery stores, self checkouts. Mm. Look at all these jobs that are just. And didn't didn't some wasn't there people saying, listen, if you increase minimum wage and you create a burden for these small local business owners in Mid Missouri, here's what's going to happen. Well, it's happening. Well, and more so it's affecting employees because business owners are going to have to make the decisions they are. But we're hearing from employees, hey, I'm now having to do more 
with fewer people, you know, and it's affecting the employee. I'm having to pick up these extra duties because we have fewer people on staff because we're having to pay them more. And I think it's really frustrating a lot of people, but it's it's just the facts. And there's exemptions in the law, too. Yeah. I mean, if you if you're a certain a, number of employees, things like that, thousand dollars in sales, eight, seven, four, ninety three, ninety. John, welcome into the show. One of my I don't make New Year's resolutions, but I look I relook at my goals. Around this time of year? One of my goals is to try to be on time more often. So, John, I need some help from you today. You think you can help me out here for a minute? What am I helping you with? Can Can you hold for three or four minutes? <laughs> we'll come back and get your phone call. Or do you, yeah, if you're in a hurry, you can... doesn't die, sure. Huh? <laughs> if I don't lose you. All right. But well, just hold. go ahead. I want to hear what you have to say now. Sorry. Well, minimum wage, the sad yeah. part is it's the government that's driving it up. Because yeah, you yeah. sit on your can at home and make you know more than you can make working why wouldn't you uh and you know what you are not pathetic. you are it is incredibly pathetic and you're not too far off the truth and what's happened with the government pandemic over the past several years john thank you for the phone call we do appreciate that 874-9390-874-9390 take care of your health this year go get that covid vaccine and- ah, jill biden Three years. Yeah, that's the New Year's message. Three years uh, into the government pandemic and Jill Biden and her husband, Joe, uh, New Year's message. Get your COVID shot. Get your, quit telling me what to do, Joe. Dr. Jill. Welcome to the show. Wake up mid mo. Uh, Stephanie Bell, producer Hannah. Speaking of Joe. Yeah. Someone on Twitter last night accused me of having voted for Joe. Yeah, what happened to you? Uh, Hannah's on, Stephanie's <laughs> on Twitter. At, did you see this, Marsh? Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, at Stephanie S. Bell. Uh, and Hannah is on there, too. Yeah, pro- producer underscore Hannah. Brandon, do you remember your own Twitter handle? At Rathert Brandon. I can see it because <laughs> it's, on the, it's on the cue cards here. Yeah, so I, as I was, you know, looking at tweets last night about the DeMar Hamlin situation, I very quickly found a tweet from some person saying basically that Hamlin had a cardiac episode because he was vaccinated. And I just put a tweet up basically saying like, hey, don't be this guy. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and one guy wanted to start Twitter beef over Uh-oh. it. And he, as him and I were going back and forth, accused me of voting for Joe Biden. <laughs> and that is one of the most offensive Things that have has ever been said about me. Is he even a real Twitter account? I think he is. You voted for Joe Biden. I love that. That's the ultimate basement sleazy trolling. You voted for Joe Biden. Yeah, so then he went to my Twitter profile and found a tweet I had made a couple months ago saying I had voted for Trump in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> and he was trying to prove a different point and, like, discounted his previous, at whatever. Uh, if you're thinking about hitting up Stephanie on Twitter, at Stephanie S. Bell, Hannah is... You don't hit people up on Twitter. You just follow them. Follow them, whatever it is. Thank you. Uh, if you uh, remember, you don't want to mess with Hannah on Twitter. Hannah dismantled Black Lives Matter. When no, they, I did when, not. Yeah, I, I think you did. Uh, welcome to the show. Glad, glad you are here. Marsh, what's got you all giggling this morning, man? Hannah dismantling Black Lives Matter. <laughs> That's giving me way too much credit. That's the way I see it. Uh, all right. Welcome into the uh, show. Glad you could be here. Coming up, Fox News. So McCarthy, maybe, maybe not getting elected House Speaker today. Just continue continuation of massive problems, I think, for the Republicans. What was it, 2015 when the 
when the when the Republican haters went after him when he made his bid back then, he hadn't had the support from the rank and file. Ah, and back back then, were we still in the the, the rhino phrase being real popular? We were just uh, not too many years into the whole rhino. That's another good insult. Besides, you voted for Joe Biden. You're a rhino. That's a, that's a that's, troll statement. That's just a go-to yeah. insult when you can't think of anything exactly. more creative. Exactly. You voted for Joe Biden or he's a rhino. I do think it is. There, there's not uh, a, a whole lot of weight to it anymore. Uh, anyhow, where were we? Yeah. Wait. Bad parents. Bad parents are going to do that. We've got this story about bad parents at kids' sporting events here where we live. Wow, we're going to be doing that a little bit after 8 o'clock. Also, 